Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. Darren Mitchell here on this Monday, the 21st of February 2022. And I trust wherever you are in the world, you have had a phenomenal weekend and looking forward to a massive, massive week in sales this week. So before we jump into today's episode, a quick reminder as we do every single beginning of the week, uh, if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, uh, why not? Why, why haven't you? Do yourself a favor. Do your team a favor. Press subscribe on the platform you're listening to. Or of course, if you are on the Apple platform, the three little dots on the top right-hand corner of your screen, press that and that will enable you to follow the podcast so that when new episodes are up and ready to be digested, you shall be notified and uh, you can keep on top of all the new content that is being produced in the Exceptional Sales Leader podcast. And of course, if you can do me a massive favor as well as as doing that is rate the show. Rate the show and give me a comment, what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show, but simply rate the show because the special algorithms that work makes it a lot easier for people just like you who are looking for content on sales and sales leadership to more easily find the show. And the other thing as well is if you've got people within your sphere of influence who you believe could benefit from listening to a podcast like this, and I recommend you do this for, for a lot of podcasts if you are a podcast listener. If there's something that resonates with you, do them a favor and share that podcast with them and encourage them to plug into the podcast as well. So from a selfish plug point of view, I'd love to have more and more people plugging into the podcast because we're on a mission to try and create as many exceptional leaders as we possibly can right around the world. And there's certain specific characteristics that I believe make exceptional sales leaders exceptional. So if you can do that, that would be terrific. So in today's podcast, I want to start with a question. And the question is, are you stifling your team's growth? Now, this is an interesting question because I've seen it happen time and time again. Now, interestingly, as leaders, we are often expecting our team, and certainly I know this from from experience, being in the sales leadership realm for a number of years and then working with sales leaders for a number of years as well, often see uh, team leaders, sales leaders, sales directors in some cases, expecting the team to take risks, to push the envelope, to do what needs to be done, do whatever it takes to get the number. And yet those leaders themselves tend to be operating in quite a conservative way. So it's almost like do as I say, not necessarily as I do, because these leaders are often not necessarily taking the risks or pushing the envelope and challenging themselves to get better, and yet they expect their team to get better. And it happens time and time again. The sales leader, for example, sets the expectation around what the targets are, what the expectations are around, what the number of calls are, number of presentations, number of conversion conversations. They encourage their team to take affirmative action. But the interesting thing that happens is when they do that and they don't necessarily get the outcome that perhaps the sales leader was expecting, and when mistakes are made, instead of celebrating these mistakes and instead of learning from those mistakes, often the sales leader will chastise and they'll criticize. But they believe that they're giving feedback, quote unquote, to the team. But they're doing anything else other than that. What they're effectively saying is they want the great results. They want the, the team to do what needs to be done. But they don't want to have to go through the quote unquote process in order to get those results. In other words, they're not prepared already to make mistakes. Now... 
Sales leaders who adopt this approach, they pretty much stifle the growth and the development of their team. They build a team of people who second-guess themselves constantly. They're afraid to take risks. They would rather sit back and wait until all the conditions are perfect and, and before they take any action. So they seek perfection rather than progress. And they're also worried about the perceived ramifications of failure. Now, I've seen this happen a lot, and I've, I've worked with a lot of sales leaders and sales people within sales teams who are operating from a sense of fear, and they are absolutely petrified uh, on, in terms of making phone calls, putting proposals in place. They very often have to get sign-off from their sales leader before a proposal, or at least an indicative proposal, goes out to a customer because it has to be right, it has to be perfect. And unfortunately, what this does, and I've talked a lot about this, it creates an environment of codependency where the team is now dependent entirely on the sales leader to give them directions, and the sales leader is completely dependent on the team to come to them for those directions. Now, at the end of the day, this becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy where the results are mediocre at best, and the team is barely engaged. And this is not what sales leadership is all about. We don't want team members walking around on eggshells worrying about what they need to say or what they're going to say or wondering, wondering if this email is going to hit the mark or should I call this customer or waiting for permission to do things. It is ridiculous. That is not sales leadership. That is mediocre leadership at best. It's probably more of a dictatorship and nobody wants to live in that because it doesn't end well. Now, the unfortunate thing, of course, is there are sales teams all around the world right now who are operating in this type of environment. And not only are they having their own potential curtailed, but it's actually curtailing the potential of the team as a whole, but also the business. Not to mention the negative impact and negative profile that is developed for the sales leader, which, uh, look, if anybody had a choice and they wanted, if they had a choice between creating a phenomenal profile and a very ordinary profile, it's almost a stupid question because, of course, they're going to choose a phenomenal profile. But unfortunately, their thought process and their actions actually do the complete opposite. Now, we know this because, as we've already talked about, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Now, here's what exceptional leaders understand. They accept and understand that failure, quote-unquote, is a key ingredient to success. Now, without making mistakes, there can be no real progress. And it's interesting because their frame of reference around failure is not... Failure is not final. Failure is simply working out things that don't actually work, but they do know that you have to go through a process of uh, trial, experimentation, testing and measuring to work out what works and what doesn't work. Now, it's important to take feedback on board, and this is a, a self-inflicted feedback, but also getting feedback from key people, including customers as well, the customers you're having conversations with about what resonates and what doesn't. Uh, but you've got to make mistakes. And you've got to be prepared to make mistakes because it's only through making those mistakes can you actually make real progress. And without learning from these, developing higher levels of conscious competence becomes almost impossible. And the other thing that happens is results do not go anywhere. They, they start to plateau and in many cases start to go backwards because the people's discretionary effort is minimized or reduces, hence why it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. On the other hand, exceptional sales leaders recognize that life, business, and progress sits outside of the comfort zone. Now, we've talked about this a lot over the last couple of years on the podcast, but I also cover this a lot in sales teams workshops or in one-on-one coaching. That is, many people like to operate within their comfort zone. It's just a natural human instinct, if you like. We want to do things that are comfortable. However, in order for us to make progress, in order for us to get better, in order for us to develop uh, high levels of competency with our team, We've actually got to start living ourselves outside of our comfort zone because we cannot afford to continue to stifle the growth 
of our team, which means we've got to develop a voracious appetite to learn at every opportunity, every single conversation, every every interaction we have is an opportunity to learn something new and to get better and constantly seek opportunities to take affirmative action, taking calculated risks, not ridiculous risks, but calculated risks without being attached to the outcome. Now, one of the key things around this, and certainly as leaders, often we'll be doing things or expected to do things that might go against our uh, our natural tendencies. It, it means it's pretty much outside of our comfort zone, and often we won't feel like it. Now, I often say this to sales leaders that it doesn't matter how you feel. You've got to identify what is the right thing to do in that particular situation and commit to doing it. It's not about how you feel. It's not about you. It never has been about you. So you do it anyway if it's going to move you outside of your comfort zone, if it's going to make progress, and certainly if it's going to help your team to make progress as well. So as a sales leader, as an exceptional sales leader, we've got to understand this. We've got to understand that we're the barometer for the team. The team is and always will be a reflection of us. So if we're not prepared to jump out of our comfort zone and if we're not prepared to do the things that we know need to be done in order to make progress, irrespective of how we feel, then there's no way our team's going to do that and we will not get the results that we're wanting to get. So when we do this, when we're prepared to jump out of our comfort zone, when we understand that, yes, there might be a higher level of discomfort, But when we're prepared to take the action anyway, then what will happen is, the funny thing will actually happen is the higher level of confidence starts to develop in us as individuals, which then translates to the team. We start to then develop high levels of skill set or high levels of competence through that confidence, and the results cannot help but flow. Now, does this mean we're going to get the perfect results every single time and every every post we, we touch is going to be a winner? No. But what it means is when we're prepared to take affirmative action, when we know exactly why we're doing this, what we stand for, what's important to us, and we move in the direction of that outcome, but we don't have an attachment to that outcome, then that is where we start to develop high levels of confidence and competence. And because we're making progress and we're not attached to the outcome, when we make mistakes, when we have little trips, when we work out things that don't work, it's okay because it's simply a learning experience of what doesn't work so that we can continue to make progress in the direction that we want to head. So as we begin this brand new week, I want you to ask yourself as a sales leader, I want to ask yourself this question. Are you stifling your team's growth? And really sit down and analyze that and think about that for a second. Now, if you like most sales leaders, your instant reaction to that question is, no, of course I'm not stifling my growth because you think you want to be thinking that you're doing the right thing. Now, this potentially could be a blind spot. Now, I'm not saying you are stifling your team's growth, but I want, you to, I want you to ask that question so you can really analyze it and think, okay, are there any areas that perhaps I'm actually holding my team back because I could be holding myself back? Now, if you are, do yourself and do your team a favor and get out of the way. <laughs> now, that might sound a bit harsh, but I want you to bear with me. Because we talk a lot about the, the, the key essence of leadership is to identify aspiring leaders within your team and so, so you can start to build some succession plans around those particular people, which means you've got to give them opportunities to develop in areas to build their competence and to build their confidence, which then stands to reason that you need to give them an opportunity to do some things perhaps outside of their comfort zone and maybe there'll still be some things that you need to delegate to them. So when I say get out of the way, I'm literally asking you to let them do some things, let them make mistakes, essentially allow them to step up, but they can only step up if you take a step back. And the interesting thing with this is often you'll find there are people who are prepared to step up that in the past they've never been given that opportunity. 
And now they have, it's their opportunity to shine. And you just might, you just might find some capabilities that are within certain people within your team who you didn't actually know existed in terms of that capability. And not only is it going to help them in their development, it'll also by default help you and your team in their development because you're giving somebody an opportunity to get outside of their comfort zone, which by the way, becomes like a virus in a positive sense because others, when they see a person within the team given an opportunity to do something outside of their comfort zone and and not get reamed for it, but actually be encouraged to do it and to take affirmative action, then others are more likely to do exactly the same thing and uh, it just it perpetuates. So there's a challenge for this week. Ask yourself the question, am I stifling my team's growth? But also look for opportunities where you can step back so that others can step up. Now, in the same process, there's going to be some things that you as a sales leader have probably been sitting on and maybe even pontificating on over the last couple of weeks, last couple of months. This week is the week for you to take some affirmative action as well. So you would have been pontificating over something, put it to the side and just take that action this week. Even if it's just one step towards an outcome you're looking for, then take that one step. But here's the thing, do not be concerned with the outcome. Remember, progress over perfection. What you just might find is that a new world opens up for you, not to mention giving your team permission to play at a bigger level and to play a bigger game. And that can lead to results that become sustainable and replicable because that is the name of the game. So as we wrap up this episode, here is to a massive week. Key question for today is, are you stifling your team's growth? And if you are, remember, get out of the way. Give them, give them an opportunity to shine. Give them an opportunity to get out of their comfort zone. And you might just be uh, surprised with the results that start to trickle through. So I hope that message resonates. Hope you're able to receive that with the intention that it was given. And of course, if you'd like some help with any of this, and particularly if you are committed to taking your sales leadership to an exceptional level, because you know there's another level of performance you can attain, but you want to fast track that development, hey, I'd love the opportunity of working with you one-on-one and helping you do just that. You know the drill. If you've been listening for a while, just go to my calendar leadwithdarren.com. Pick a time that suits. We'll jump on a Zoom call, have a conversation about your leadership, where you're at right now, what you're looking to achieve, and we'll map out a plan to help you get to an exceptional sales leader status in as little as three plus months. So I very much look forward to that conversation. And as always, look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.